This is a Blooming Good Time podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Blooming Good Time. I'm Riley. And I'm Emma. <laughs> and I'm Beth. Okay, stop. <laughs> Dad, okay. Dad the other day told mom that her voice is very sultry on the podcast, and now she's playing into it. Well, and I don't know what he's talking about. And on the last um, YouTube. Oh, oh, yeah, anytime I wake up, my voice is like... Rrr. It was super early in the morning, and she's like, hello, everyone. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> Radio voice coming at you. Uh, it was good, though. We're doing a shorter podcast this time. Mini-sode. Mini-sode, which is our first mini-sode because... Da-da-da-da! We're, we're going we're, on vacation. They're leaving me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all alone. I'm a little stressed, not going to lie. Um, I'm going to be all alone on the farm for two weeks, guys. Two weeks and two weekends. Ellie is running the farm. <laughs> I'm running everything on my own. Pray for her. Yes, please yes, do. Everyone. Uh, I have <laughs> one very, very large wedding to do, which I think I'll be fine. It's nothing I've never done before. You know, it's a pretty typical blush white wedding. And <laughs> it's, you know, the huge. Yeah. I think I'll be fine. It's you just do, you do have by some myself. Help. You do have some help, though. But who? Sarah? Well, Emily? Emily said... She's with you the full day. Hannah and Julie. <laughs> Hannah and Julie. And Sarah. Anyone who will say Anyone yes. who's home. <laughs> but I think it, that's literally... So we don't have a wedding the week, weekend before, which is really odd. We don't have a wedding. Do I have a class, though? You have a class, but that's Friday night. And then you have the weekend off to recoup. You have a class? I do. Wait, by yourself? Yes. You're teaching a class? Yeah. I know. I, okay. You should fun, see your face. <laughs> fun fact about me, I'm probably the most shy out of these two. Which you would never know. No, I uh, see it sometimes. I'm she not hides shy. behind my skirt. I'm more anti-social. No, I think what it is is self-doubt. All of a sudden, too. you just kick yourself in the face with a lot of self-doubt. Mm, yeah. <laughs> You're going to do great. Confidence is in the ground. But, you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. You're getting there. Am I? Well, <laughs> <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Someday I will be... You know what would have been funny what? is if you did a podcast by yourself. I still could. <laughs> it would just be her like crawling towards the mic, like guys, help, help me. <laughs> Day seven. Day seven. <laughs> I haven't had water because <laughs> it's all going to the plants. <laughs> Who cares about me? I'm all alone. I'm burnt. My skin is peeling. Shyla has gnawed my leg off. <laughs> While well, she's looking, she's playing fetch <laughs> it's a continuous mental torture <laughs> oh, you'll do okay Riley who knows maybe I'll surprise you guys and I'll post I have full control of what goes up so I could record a podcast by myself and you know what? You it might be like when Beth is gone me and Riley dominate so maybe when both of us are gone you're gonna just like blow 
blow or my mind. die or die. It could be fifty. It's fifty fifty guys. I'll just quit. Be <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, where's Riley? She's like, that's it. I'm not. Going I quit. I move out of the year. I leave <laughs> to Mexico. <laughs> Never to Australia. Again. Some. Oh, speaking of Australia, I have a serious question. A government yeah. question. <laughs> if anybody, nobody's gonna know. If anybody who listens to the this, I know there's people in Australia that listen to this podcast. Okay, I'm talking to you. I'm also <laughs> talking to whoever is in the U.S. and happens to work for like the Australian government. <laughs> the Australian government. You know, oh, yeah, whatever sure. it's called. The whatever. like. What is it? What the is ambassador? it? Ambassador. The ambassador. Yeah, the ambassador house. <laughs> Those people. Listen, <laughs> I've done some research and I'm confused Conspiracy because I'm theory. getting I'm getting mixed signals here from different people. Do me and do, is that proper English? Do me and Emma? <laughs> do Emma yeah. and I? Does Emma and I? <laughs> do I, Emma? And sh, 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 does Emma and I <laughs> need to get? That's still wrong. <laughs> Emma and I are going to Australia. Hopefully, but do we need a like a visitor's visa or to working come to... visa? Because are you going to try and work? No, we're not. We're just touring. <laughs> no, we are not we're working. Vibing while we're, we're there. Vibing there for two months and two you know, months. But tell them what your problem is. Okay, so I went online because it's like, yeah, you need to get this visa even if you're like coming into Australia or New Zealand. I'm like, all right, well whatever and they're like easy apply online and i was like sick and so i went and as soon as i was like said i was from the united states it gave me a message that says this cannot be completed at this time you must contact your local embassy embassy and i was like how do i do that phone number who (laughs) who is in my embassy Mm -hmm. Um, what is their name? <laughs> Who do I need to call? Did you what look going up on? the embassy? No. Well, there's an embassy in California. And I'm like, I'm not going to California. What if I have to go all the way down um, there and get like... This visa. But what if done? In San Francisco? Yeah. But what about the one in Washington? Or- like, is there one in Seattle? If there is one in Seattle, I guess that's easier. But like, still... Annoying. I have questions. Can I do it over the phone? Can we do it over the phone? <laughs> do I have to drive Is down to San Francisco? Is there a different website we're supposed? Am I doing it wrong? Do I even need it? Tell yeah. me. That's the real question. That's the question. Because like I've, we have friends that live here that are from Australia. They married American men. And but by marriage, are they allowed in? Are they because they didn't have to do anything? And I'm like, are they just allowed? Because legally, they're half Australian now. <laughs> I don't know. How <laughs> I don't know. That that's how it works. <laughs> but. That's our question of the day. That's my question of the day. If anyone knows, let us know. Please answer. I am lost. I am lost. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. So, I don't know if we have any cool slide into our topic. Um, No. (laughs) Unless we talk about Stranger Things. Because I could be like, Jonathan's a photographer. That's It'll our take transition. Too long. That's yeah. Jonathan, he's a photographer. Anyway, photography. <laughs> Emma, take it away. <laughs> That's her segue. Our segue is horrible this time. We are gonna talk about styled shoots. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Actually not yay. But also yay, <laughs> it just depends who you are. It depends on who you are. We've done a ton of styled shoots and we're so lucky because all of us have done different things. Riley has actually been the model. 
And she has also styled for styled it. <laughs> the flowers, designed it, that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And we've had a lot of people come out to the farm. And so we've been the location for a styled shoot or we've like done it with our business. And then I am a photographer. So obviously I've done a lot of styled shoots in my day. Sorry. Um, so we just wanted to talk all about styled shoots. Yeah. And kind of what they are, what to look out for, some things maybe you didn't know about them. And uh, maybe after this podcast, you'll be like, wow, things I never knew. But Emma, what is a styled shoot exactly? <laughs> is there a definition no, I that think I did not write down? I wrote it down. <laughs> That's why really you said put me on the spot. <laughs> Let me just whip this up real fast. So I found this article um, by a blog, a very famous wedding blog called Ruffled Blog. Uh, they post a lot of style shoots and a lot of weddings. If you're like a photographer or a designer or whatever, if you're looking for a place to submit your style shoots or your wedding photography or your designs, this is a great source, great spot. So a style shoot <laughs> is a wedding setting created by a team of wedding vendors to flex their creative muscles in a collaborative effort where typically everyone provides their services and expertise in exchange for images of their work. So you get a bunch of people that do a bunch of different things that happen to be in the wedding industry, and you're like, yo, do you want to get together? Do you want to collab? Do you want to be a part of this? Mano a mano, you know? Is that how you use that? I don't know. I don't it sounded right, but I don't know. <laughs> Can we continue? Uh, and then you help each other. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. That one that is correct. Right. <laughs> that one. I'll say that one. And uh, yeah, you make a beautiful photo shoot. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Sometimes it's really stressful. Most of the time, usually, unless you're like with a good good band. You know, most yeah. of the time it's good bands. I think something you have to think about is each um, company has a job and. Some of them don't have as much work to do. Model, mm -hmm. for example, they just show up, get some pictures taken. Someone does their makeup. So, yeah. Yep. They kind of do nothing. <laughs> they just look scratch pretty. that. They do. They totally add. They, but it's just like something to think of. I'm not saying like so I one think, person's mm -hmm. job is unequal to another, no. but it's just like something to be conscientious of. When you're going into doing mm -hmm. a style shoot. Yes. Uh, one example of this is one of the first style shoots I've ever done happened to be in the Painted Hills. Oh, yeah. Which is an amazing state park here in Oregon, way out in eastern Oregon, where literally is gorgeous. It looks like it's in the desert. It's really hot. And it's really pretty. It's really pretty. But we did the style shoot, and I did it with a photographer and a stylist uh, friend. And I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Because, <laughs> uh, hint, hint, if you're the floral designer, you do a lot of work. <laughs> um, it sounded fun to begin with. I remember looking at you going, ooh. Oh, yeah. It's expensive, too. It's expensive. It's really hard on the brain because you have to design something totally new you're not it's not like somebody's telling you what they want you get to like be creative and design whatever you want but then you're like okay 
I had to start from scratch. I had to provide all the flowers. I had to provide all the like wiring and the hardware and what's going to happen. And then they you do all this work. I remember, well, one, I drove there because <laughs> we were driving my mom's and car. And it's how far away? Like four um, we, or five hours? It's, it's two hours. It's four hours, I think. Four hours, yeah. Or maybe three. Somewhere, three. Four to three hours away from where we live. Uh, we were staying in a town that was about an hour away in Bend. Um, so, so that was book nice. a room. But yeah, we booked a room. I drove from Bend to the Painted Hills. And we had to make it there before Golden Hour, which is when our photo shoot was. So I was <laughs> designing about 4, 5 o'clock, which is very hot in the desert. Yeah. Uh, very blistering sun. I was the only one there. I had one person who had never designed before helping me. And then I had the other two people there, and they didn't really... They just were hanging out as I was trying to whip this all together. And mind you, I had been designing already all day long. Yes. Yeah. I had to make a bouquet. I had to make a boutonniere. I had to make a hat. I had to make all the flowers organized. I had to make everything prepped ahead of time so it was as easy as I possibly could to put it together. And then once we were there, I had to set up the whole arch. And then they take pictures of it for about like 10 minutes. And then you have to take it down. So, just yeah. be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, on the floral end of things, it's it is a lot of work and a lot of money. It's very very much. So. Mm-hmm. So, but if that's something that you really want to do, I have as personally as a designer, I've only I've limited myself to one style shoot a year. And that and, doesn't mean a full shoot either. And I think when someone asks you to do a styled shoot, you kind of have to weigh your options because mm-hmm. it's like, what can I actually afford? Because they'll come to you and ask, well, I want this, this, and this, and it needs to be extravagant, and they're not thinking, oh. They don't know how much things cost. You have to pay a lot of money to make that happen. Is it even worth it mm-hmm. for the florist? Like, does the can the photographer with their photos get you enough action? Yeah, exactly <laughs> to, that. To even that. make it worth it for you. Right. So that's one thing to question. A lot of people do. They It is kind of a sacrifice people will make because they're building their portfolio, especially if they're a new florist mm-hmm. um, or a new photographer, then it's totally worth it. Yeah. Go for it. But one yeah, thing, just... I did a style shoot, my one style shoot of the year, this year, and it was actually something that was totally new to me because we actually charged people, different photographers, to come and shoot this the style shoot i'm like this is actually kind of a genius idea mm-hmm. where you put it out there and you were like hey if if different photographers want to build a portfolio you can have a style shoot set up and they can come and take photos and pay to be there that's one way that i could see it like yeah, being... and it was really minimal i mean for them to be here and that was, shoot that's a yeah. great idea i yeah. feel like that's a great option if you're like wanting to like as a designer especially, because, like, you had to pay for all those flowers somehow. And, like, how do I make it the bang for my buck, you know? And it went really well. We had, like, a makeup artist who was also collabing and an, a photographer who was organizing it. And then we had two other photographers come out and pay to be there. And then we had two different models and two different shoots going on at the same time. I didn't – I'm not a ton. I designed 
a bouquet because it was here on the farm also. So we they just pretty much came out here. And it went really well. That's a good option. <laughs> yeah, no, I think thinking outside the box on some of those things. And also, like, if you are growing most of your flowers, if you really kind of think that way, mm-hmm. you know, as far as you know, what's available and maybe order in a few things, that kind of thing, just to kind of think through what the end cost is going to be for you. I mean, obviously it does cost to to purchase from yourself or your farm to do something like this, but, and your time, you know, is it worth it? Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like the most grand thing to be Mm -hmm. considered a style shoot. A lot of times I'll just design a bouquet and the photographer the photographer will like take a couple out go to the beach go to a field and that's a style shoot of its own like yeah we've done that a couple times yeah we've done just a bouquet and a boutonniere and we send it with the photographer and they just come pick it up and and really they actually pay for it Mm -hmm. uh when they they, when they do that and that's that's cool yeah and that's no biggie usually so i think yeah as a photographer if you are initiating a style shoot you're wanting to do this and you get this all together and um, I think it's a really good idea to look at how much is the florist doing, how much are other people doing, are photos enough payment? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, no. No. Because the florist is paying way more than what your photos maybe cost. And, um, yeah. So and it's sometimes, just... I mean, I hate to say this, but sometimes we've done collaborations and I'm like, you know, they'll over filter edit the photos. And I'm like, well, I can't use that because it's not true to color. Ooh, that's a great right? thing to mm-hmm. talk about. So then it's like, well, that was a waste of time. And yeah. it's rude to say in my head, it's rude to say to the photographer. Well, well, I've learned to say, well, we can't we have to have it true to color. But that's the thing. So as a photographer, um, when we're at weddings, we're not going to take photos for the flowers. No. <laughs> We're taking it for the couple. And they booked us for our look. And they like our look. So that's who's paying us. That's what we're doing. For a styled shoot, if you are trying to um, work with a florist and other businesses, that is also something that you need to consider. So a lot of presets or filters that you put on your photos completely change the color of flowers and completely change a lot. Yeah. Actually. I agree. If say you have like a makeup artist that's like her website. So I actually go and do some research as the photographer and look at everybody's website. What is their coloring? What is their, you know, so you don't want to have like collab with three different people that have three different styles. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on their, and you can tell that on their website, you know, or their Instagram looks or, or Instagram whatever. or what have you. But if, you know, if they're constantly using filters that you absolutely love and that goes with their vibe, then do it. If not, you know, and it's like kind of not your vibe it's probably not a good fit because what's going to happen is you're going to shoot this and then you're going to get the photos back to everybody. And I'll probably look like if it's not my style, I'm not going to put them on my feed. I'm not going to use them. Right. Yeah. And it's just a waste of time for me. It makes actually our jobs as photographers a lot harder too with all of the like filters because a lot of times brides will come to us and they're like, I really like the color of this flower. I'm like, well, that's great. That flower doesn't actually exist in nature. So I can't do that for you. Yeah. A lot of the th- trends right now 
is having florals that are like terracotta and champagne. And I'm like, I can come close to that, but like, what is your interpretation of champagne? And what is your interpretation of terracotta? Is it orange? Is it salmon? Is champagne a light? Is it a warm toned yeah. yellow or is it a cold toned yellow? Because it can go either way. Or creamy, and then peachy, you know, because there's all different kinds of champagne. Yeah. And then people like show you photos and I'm like, I want this rose. And I'm like, well, that doesn't exist. That has a well, that rose, on it. Yeah, yes. it has a yeah color filter on it. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't give you that color actually because it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> and some people, that's hard to grasp. I'm like, well, I can come close to it, but like your flowers aren't going to look like that. Yeah, that is tough. Or yeah. they send us fake photos, like a fake. Flowers. Oh, I've got lately. lately? Oh my. Oh gosh. my gosh! I we've gotten so many photos from our brides that are fake flowers, and I'm like, what? Like I'm so confused. And then of course, fake flowers—they're made out of fabric. So like fabric, sh- fabric, <laughs> fabric. So you can like make them whatever color you want. You can make these like colors of flowers that don't exist and they're like i'm really like these i'm like they match the dress perfectly well no shit because <laughs> they it's are fabric this, it's fabric it's the same material as your dress <laughs> i can't do that for you it's a problem it's yeah. a problem so that's just something to think of as a photographer it's totally fine that you use presets and you have your style and people mm-hmm. come to you because they love that style. But with styled shoots specifically, it's just something to think about because um, the florist will put in all this work, mm-hmm. all this time, all this money, and then they get photos back and it's not the like it's not their colors. flowers. It's not their work. And they can't post it or anything. No. So it's just you can still – so. I understand, like, photographers taking photos. They use the same presets so that their Instagram all looks cohesive. It all looks the same. Um, But I've definitely found a way where I can still um, add photos of flowers that still have my vibe, but I don't put a preset on it. I will just edit it so it's, like, the same kind of warm tones, the same lighting, Mm -hmm. Um, So it still goes amazingly with my Instagram grid, and then I can still send them to Beth, and they don't have that color change. And since I know that, if I do weddings with Beth, so I'll be the photographer, which I actually do quite often, and then we did also the flowers, I'll take a side and do separate photos I know they can use first, send them to her without my presets on it, and then I do my normal thing. Now, you don't have to do that for every single florist. But it's no. just something to think about. It, it can be done when you're doing a styled shoot. It's just good to, when you're working with other people, be really, like... Open about it and talk about yeah, it. Yeah, talk about your plan. What are your needs? That way, it's like everyone's needs can be met. And that's when a styled shoot can really be beneficial, beneficial mm. and, like, helpful for everyone that's a part of it. Yeah. Because we've been a part of good ones and bad ones where it's just not worth our time. Yeah, and it was a lot of wasted time. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, you know, especially when it's here on the farm, you do have to get the farm ready for folks to come out. And it can be a little bit on top of everything else we do as far as just the the daily tasks and jobs that we have to do um, selling flowers. 
then we have turnaround and get ready to have host people. And, you know, I love hosting people. I love having people on the farm. But um, it it does take, like, you know, I have to make sure the bathroom's clean. It's got full toilet paper and it's got, you know, all the things. And, you yeah. know, um, make sure dinner time is done in time for, you know, the, you know, people coming and going. And, you know, there's no downtime after a long day. Right? Yeah. The sprinklers are picked up. The hoses are wound up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's going to trip on something. So those are all things to think about, especially if you have a beautiful, like, barn or home or, or just a beautiful field that people are coming out to. Like, how do you get to it? How is the parking? You know, is it in the dead of winter? Is somebody going to get stuck? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we just want to do this podcast because it's like there's they're really cool. Yeah. And they can be really amazing chance for your business. Um, but these are just a few things that we've learned going along our way. And like saying yes to too many, maybe ones that don't fit, and then realizing which ones do fit better. Yeah. And we still are. And learning There's, to yeah. say no is hard yeah. sometimes because you do want to be so supportive. You know, we get a lot of requests for photographers to come out on the farm and and do shoots here. And I think part of it is that, you know, it is a beautiful, beautiful farm. And, you know, um, thankfully Emma is here and she does take – most all the photos you see on our Instagrams and um, different things like that. And and we do have like our camera for YouTube is a good camera. We've got, you know, all the equipment and that kind of thing to take beautiful photos. Mm -hmm. And we are creative people. So like we have an eye for or we we love to do it. We love to share beauty. So we're always looking for those things. But then we get, you know, probably I don't know, maybe I get anywhere from three to five emails a month probably of people wanting to come out on the farm to shoot. And I have to say no to a lot of them just because I just, I don't know. We don't have the time. We don't have the time. Yeah. One. And two, um, you know, the farm is booked with other things like classes and different things like that that come along where we've got weddings we're doing actual work you know yeah so what we found for ourselves is a lot of if we want a styled shoot like we'll just do it ourselves yeah <laughs> and we've kind of learned all the different sides to it and um we love doing that's it. been really fun yeah and lately we've been doing a ton of styled shoots we're actually doing two tomorrow yep yeah um for the book yeah. So we've been doing a book, or Beth has been writing a book along with her sister Sarah, which I think we've talked about on this podcast. Yes. But it's almost here, you guys. I know. I'm I so sent excited. off the photos yesterday. I'm just doing the extra um, this week. And so tons of different styled shoots, which we had so much fun doing. Yeah, we did a lot. And we kind of like laid out like a map of, you know, so obviously Emma got to kind of read through the book prior and then we kind of made a list from her reading through it um of what shoots we needed um we knew ahead of time kind of the vibe of it so she had started shooting way before we were even putting pen to paper and yeah and she just kind of knows how sarah and i i mean she was yeah it's just you know family so you kind of yes, know i grew up in this vibe yeah <laughs> So we had a lot of photos, but now what we're trying to do is kind of recreate some of the things that we might have missed, like in fall and, you know, all those things. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Those are styled shoots that I know that I really enjoy working with people that I know really well. And yeah, we've done a couple really magazines as well mm -hmm. um, over the years. So the recent one that we did a styled shoot for 
Emma and I did. Riley, I'm not sure where you were. You go oh, you were gone in Europe or something like that. I forget where you were. You were gone. Which one is this? Um, we Parisian? did old, yeah Parisian Farm Girl. She's on oh. Instagram. She's got a YouTube channel here. as well. But she's got a, a magazine. It's like a old world design magazine that she puts out quarterly. And she asked us to write and photograph kind of in our studio. So I wrote the piece, and then Emma and I put together the photograph, you know, or photographed my studio for it. It was still wintertime, and we were making it spring. So that was a lot of fun to be really creative. It kind of stretched our creative imagination. And those type of style shoots I absolutely love because yeah. it's your own creation. You know, um, we just got super excited about it. We were able to – we like unpacked my house and <laughs> packed yeah. it into the studio and yeah it was pretty funny in fact I think we did do a YouTube video on it because half the studio was a mess and the other half looked amazing <laughs> mm -hmm. yep that yeah. was one of my favorite style sheets as well yeah it turned out absolutely stunning so um what else oh we did um Sunset Magazine came the, the one thing I learned about that so they were on our farm for about um two days and I mean, not like two full days, but these, the, yeah. Anyways, the, the one thing that was my very first shoot that I ever did here on the farm and they, I thought I had to have the farm perfect, perfect. Do you remember this Riley? Yeah. We worked <laughs> so hard to get everything. I mean, we were like painting and I was like down to the finest trim because right before that you remember the crazy story about the guy that hit my studio oh, that yeah. i forget what episode that is maybe we can find it and put Did it that in the happened notes before that mm -hmm. right before huh. and i had to paint the whole section that was hit by the car like we had to rebuild it paint it <laughs> put it together because sunset magazine was coming to do a, a shoot on our farm in my studio Yeek. it was crazy so we got it already the farm looked beautiful and then it was like half the things I did or paid attention to or put my time and effort in, they didn't even take photos of. Yeah. So that was lesson learned. That's the thing. As a photographer, you could be in the messiest room ever and you pick one little spot. You put that little spot together. That's all you see in your picture. Done. And then you could leave that whole room. Messy. Messy. Yeah. And that's so I've the learned thing that. about it is yeah. like you do, if you have this like if you have a styled shoot coming to your farm or you have a really cool location you haven't taken photos yet don't make it perfect like seriously i've moved plastic in fact we had keen shoes another shoot totally oh, different yeah. style so keen shoes k-e-e-n they are um they do kind of like i don't know like outdoor outdoorsy granola shoes p&w shoes um but they were doing their kids line of shoes here on our farm they wanted to use our farm so there's like a rate that people pay in corporate to basically use your farm per hour and i i kind of had to ask around what that was i don't know what it is anymore but um because this was a couple years ago but yeah they just they just said, hey, can we, we need your farm for five hours. This is what we'll pay. I'm like, okay. And again, I cleaned my <laughs> farm spotless and they only used portions. <laughs> yeah, that's and uh, But learned. I did learn on that one not to do it as much. And then they just moved things that were in their way. So like I had a pile of just nicely folded like black plastic that we use for our spacing, you know, mm -hmm. for plants to be planted in. And they just asked can we move that and I'm like sure so I just it was like four or five of them rolled up in the greenhouse we just moved it simple there we go 
So I learned that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a really good lesson learned. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take much. Style shoots go by really fast. Mm -hmm. Do not put too much effort into it. Again, look at what you can do and then see what is worth your time. Exactly. That's the... That's ended. that's our wisdom. That's what we that's the end of came here wisdom. to say. That's it. So as far as the model goes, though, Riley, I was going to ask you this. You showed up to a shoot and you did that. What Anything on your end as far as like what, you know, because I think um, I want to say something about um, being respectful of people's time. Um, so my very short-lived modeling career, (laughs) (laughs) most of it, I was modeling for different companies, like clothing companies, uh, locally in Portland, uh, which was super fun, and I loved doing it. Um, but I think it's like any other job, you know, you show up on time, if not early, You're super respectful of everyone. I was doing a lot of it during COVID time. So there was a lot of strict rules on like masks and like make sure to wear your mask unless you're like on the actual shoot. And like there was a lot of other models going on and there's a lot of things happening at the same time for um, styled shoots. I haven't been in a ton other than like ones that with just like friends that are photographers and I just wanted to go take photos and I'm like hey you want a model and I was like yeah well, sure and we just like go out and like do the photos um I think just like if you are in the modeling side of the camera just have a lot of confidence um weirdly enough practice like kind of know how your face works <laughs> that is a key element here um if you know how your face works and like sounds weird but like practicing in like selfies or in a mirror uh that helps a lot you know and knowing your angles knowing your own body like where do I sit well what are something that I would like and then a lot of times like your photographer will guide you and what they are wanting or the look they're going for and yeah I I do know because I'm very observant but I do know like working with different photographers we just did a shoot here on the farm which was super fun to do um with a local like um detailing shop Mm. but there was a um, videographer here and because I've been doing YouTube for just six months I'm kidding (laughs) a little (laughs) bit longer than that but hardly at all (laughs) but because I've done enough weddings and know like angles and things to watch for like as far as the line of sight goes like there's a garbage can right there you don't want that in your shoot do you would you like that in your shoot you know like let's move that It's a little passive aggressive. I know I am. (laughs) But I'm just saying, like, you know, to just look further beyond, especially when it's on your farm, if you're the photographer, like, look further than just what you're shooting, I guess. I forget that a lot, actually, Mm -hmm. as a photographer, because I'm thinking about lighting, and it's constantly changing every angle that I'm doing. And then I'm just thinking of get them posed, make them feel comfortable, So you completely get wrapped up in your subject Mm -hmm. and it's not a place that you've been before. So then it's so easy to totally like look back at your photos and be like, oh my God, I did not see that there was that thing in the background. Pile of lumber or. Yeah. Like you just, it's not your place and you like just didn't think about it. Mm. So that's something I am definitely working on right now with doing 
photo. There's so many mistakes that you can do doing anything right. that you realize later. There's a lot, especially with photography. I look back at things and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, there's I like a saying that something, uh, I can't even remember what it would be. A photographer takes like something thousand bad ones for every... Uh, one good one. <laughs> yeah, like one good one. I don't know what it is about that, but like basically you take a lot of bad photos. <laughs> you do. and because, Every photographer I mean, does. It's partly the lighting. It's partly like even yesterday you and I were like setting up to take a photo and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, wait, we need to move this. And it was like a pink pair of clippers. You know what I yeah. mean? They were just sitting there and there was like scrap wood or – you know, just different things you're just not even thinking about. So, like, to take a moment and step back, look, you know, kind of, you know, helps. But anyways. Yeah. There's things on your camera that you can't see until you get it onto your computer. Mm. Yep. You're like, oh, my gosh. All of these are blurry. <laughs> I could not tell on my camera screen. They looked fine. Now yeah, they're blurry. we had that happen the other and day. And you can't go back and change it. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, I mean, there's just a lot of details. And I think that comes down to being respectful um, of the people's time and what their art is. And so, like, if you are planning a styled shoot to make sure that everybody is on the same page, everybody yeah. knows the time. A lot of times I find that because photographers, artists, um, even because they're all very creative people that do these things. They don't, and this is true, artistic people have a different sense of time, <laughs> including yeah. me, including yeah. me. You think that you can do a lot more with your time. Your time is actually warped, I guess they say. Like you, I, I have been really working on this. They say that for a creative person that you can look at a 10 minute time for you is a lot longer than it actually is. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And you will try and put a ton of stuff in your 10 minutes and think that you can, you know, do all these things. And it just it becomes stressful then because you don't get it done. And you're like, what the heck? What happened all the time? You know what I mean? There's a lot of other factors that you're not considering. Yes. Because you think that you can do too much. You're like superpowers. So <laughs> I, I think know. that just, you know, being giving yourself enough time so you're not late that you show up on time that you you know maybe your style shoot is at four o'clock well and have mercy on other people yes. anytime that you mm -hmm. are going to work with other people they're very different than you mm -hmm. they do things differently they think differently mm -hmm. um and they're trying to do their creative process and Just they can be stressed. be merciful mm -hmm. like okay allow them to do that and then if everyone is doing that it's gonna go really smoothly i think yeah i agree yeah. Has that been 30 minutes? Um, it's been 40. <laughs> Woo! So. We can't do a mini. <laughs> just can't do it. You know? We could go it. longer. We, I know. I'm, I'm stopping it. <laughs> we got to stop it. Okay. Well. So anyways, um, go out there. Try a styled shoot. Do something. Just yeah. start small. Do something just simple with a friend and see how it goes. I, that's, a, that's my recommendation is just do baby steps. And yeah. then. Um, say, okay, maybe this is for you. And you know what? The, in the end, um, if you get some great photos for your new, you know, Instagram or, I mean, that's literally how I got my photos for my website, which is still up from a long time ago. So, um, was I traded somebody's wedding for 
photos. And that wedding actually ended up in Pruffle Blog. And Martha Stewart Good online. job. I know. So it ended up being a really good thing, like, for me to have the, basically, a shoot on my farm. Oh, can I have, do one? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Riley. It's kind of funny. Close us down. She's looking <laughs> I at know. us like, don't, don't do it. I have one it. story, okay? This okay. is what happens when there's lack of communication, okay? Oh, okay. I good. show up to a wedding. I'm the photographer. I'm ready for it. It's beautiful. They have some videographers there. I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, Sometimes I, I mean, I never really have a videographer to work with. But when I do, we talk together and we're like, um, we create a plan together. Yeah. We have a great time. We ha- are like a great fit. This um, couple. <laughs> or Didn't tell you. This videographer couple, oh. I guess. Um, we talked, but they were very much like, oh, it's fine. Like super go with the flow. So I was like, oh, cool. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I don't need to create a plan with them because I'm very Virgo, Virgo Virgo energy. And I'm like, let's create a plan. What are we doing? (laughs) What is the plan? No, not about that. They were just like, oh, go with the flow. So first look comes around, and I'm going out there, and I'm like, I'm in my position. I'm ready. He Or she comes up to him, and she's like, hello, it's me. Look at me in my beautiful dress. And he starts crying, and I'm like, yes, great photos. The videographer is up in my business. <laughs> up in. She is in every single photo. I couldn't even get to them. It's like she didn't have any awareness or didn't even care about me. Just in front of me, everywhere. I was like looking at my partner being like, what is she doing? I don't know. Just like, yeah. And then afterwards, it was fine. And I was like, hey, like trying to be nice about it. Should we like figure out where to stand so that we're like not in each other's way? Because like I don't want to be in your way. I know you want to get good shots, and like we kind of need to work together. It's like, oh no, it's fine. It's not fine. I'm like, <laughs> like, no, no, no. You are in my way. <laughs> like, get out of my way. Because <laughs> I like can't miss those moments because no. I will never get them back. Yeah. And I got yeah. some, but dang, I had to fight for it. <laughs> Even during the ceremony, she was like. A lot of the people complained after. They're like, uh, she was like in where they're getting married, uh-huh. like up in their faces. And I'm like, we can't get any photos when she's up there. Right. She's in the photos. Right. <laughs> it was just very interesting. I was like, huh. So, yeah, that whole wedding, I was stressing. I was like, I don't know yeah. how to get good photos. But like... Yeah, that was And then the worst thing, too, is when, like, a videographer or photographer is wearing the most loudest, most mm, flamboyant outfit she was that is exposed. Loud. And it's just... Bright like, orange. Ooh. Like, yeah. Ah. Anyways, oh, no. Those are all of our... Those are... That's my story. I, communication is key. Communication is key. Start off small. So we're ending it with this. All right. Style I'm shoots, it right now. <laughs> style shoots are good. Start off small. Think about what you want from it. And remember, you're working with other people. Remember and have grace for others. And yeah, be considerate. Always have food, water if you're hosting. You know, all the things. Just be cordial and nice and have fun for the most part with them. Right, Riley? Have fun. Yes. Okay, Riley's ending it. All right. Well, if you guys enjoyed this, please 
share it with a friend if you have any friends who would also like listening to three female flower farmers talk about style shoots and how videographers can be up in your business in their bright orange jumpsuits then please (laughs) share it with them no shame to the videographer with the bright orange jumpsuit we love you you slay queen just be aware we need to communicate we're not all go with the flow we we're got not. a virgo she is no flow <laughs> um no uh like share and i hope you had a really good time with us Woo-hoo, yay. i gotta go turn the sprinkler off i gotta go turn the sprinkler on <laughs> that sounds kind of sexually sprinkler. odd okay no it does not <laughs> <laughs>